1: John Leonetti in the morning here in Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We are streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thank you so much for joining me today. It is Thursday, August 13th. We've got a great show in store for you today. Deacon Randy Keel, first and or second reading, as we always do a little Lexio Divina every Thursday morning with him for Sunday's first and or second reading. We'll have that for you coming up here soon. Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now, going to preview their 9 o'clock show. 7.45, Susan Muto is going to be on. Uh, She is the author of the new book, A Feast for Hungry Souls, Spiritual Lessons from the Church's Greatest Masters and Mystics. I am really looking forward to this one. Uh, And uh, Haley Stewart, she's been on the show before, uh, wrote the foreword for it. This is going to be, it's a big one too, a uh, a big book, Uh, but I'm looking forward to talking to her all about it, not just what inspired her to write it, but I want to get into these 30 spiritual masters and mystics that she talks about uh, for each and every one of us. Yes, the hungry souls, and I'm going to leave some really good time for that as well today. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports, weather straight from the desk of channel 13 meteorologist megan selwa and your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour let's get to it deacon tony valdez let's offer our day to almighty god
2: god our father we offer you our day we offer you all our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of jesus holy spirit be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love mary mother of jesus and the church pray for us Amen.
1: Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now. News and sports. News and sports with Mark
3: Amadeo. Oh, good sir. Well, good morning, John. Happy Thursday to you. It's, it's what the uh, fifth month of the pandemic and the third day after the Duratio hit. So, doing well.
1: Yeah, it's 2020, isn't it? Pure
3: 2020. <laughs>
1: When's that over here? with? Four I know, months. I know. <laughs> I saw a uh, what was it? Year quill instead of uh, Nyquil. Year quill. Sleep until 2020. <laughs> Saw uh, <laughs> pharmacies being offered that. Yeah, that was a joke being passed around on my yeah. text thread yesterday. But uh, I tell you, some people mm-hmm. they might they might think about that.
3: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> the the power gradually coming on in certain areas and others. It is. A standstill folks in Cedar Rapids area. Oh boy. I didn't realize that how, how bad it was over there. And it's it's a grind, so there's people around the Greater Des Moines area who don't have power. Deacon Tony got a little tease yesterday, didn't he? I you, heard Deacon about that. he had the power on. Yeah, and then it went off. He called his wife, say, "Hey, honey, the power's on." And then he called her back. It wasn't on, and we're still looking for Eileen. Just kind of flickered there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, she said, "I heard her start the car and take off." You know,
3: it's yeah. <laughs> probably at <had>
2: a Holiday <laughs> Inn somewhere. How
1: do you How do you get the cars out of the garage?
2: Well, you have to disengage okay, the, so uh, the mechanism, the and, then, yeah. and then you can get the garage door right, up. Yeah. And uh, fortunately, ours is light enough that you can do that with the, with a double door.
1: We had to do that too with yeah. uh, at, at Mom and Dad's house, getting my sister's stuff out of their their garage as they moved. So we had to disengage that thing and move it up, make sure the fingers don't get pinched.
3: Oh, that's that's, that's right. That's
1: the key right there. <laughs> that's
3: right. Yeah, yeah so, I could just imagine your reaction yesterday, Deacon Tony. You had power and then lost it, and then how? How, how, long, was how long was it before on before it came back on?
2: It was on for about two to three minutes, you know, just enough time to call Eileen and tell her, you know, she was on her walk yeah. around Gray's Lake. And, uh, <laughs> I told her, the power's on, power's on. She's so oh, great. Well, I'll see you shortly. And then I went in the other room. And all of a sudden, it's dark again. <laughs> I said, Oh no. So I ran back to the front wall, got my phone, and I said, Eileen, we <laughs> lost it
3: again. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, geez, I can believe oh. it's
3: still circling Gray's Lake right now as
4: we speak. I'm I don't sure. mean
3: to laugh, but I feel like God's played a little joke on
4: you. Oh, now. that was, that, was
2: you know? just. made you look. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh. Oh, man. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Well, the important thing is back on and is gradually getting on. Right now, we've got to, what, 41,000 folks in Polk County without power, and those will be dwindling down They're saying today they'll get a lot of them back online so our thoughts and prayers with those folks and a lot of good. folks from out of town here out of state north carolina down south in kansas a lot of crews that are helping so welcome to iowa unfortunately <laughs> we're under a, a pandemic and a um, recovering from a, dur- a duratio storm that happened on monday but we got a lot of out of town workers helping with uh the local folks They're getting power on john you know i saw me. that
1: i saw that on the news that there are quite a few people that are um that have come to to help so lending their aid that's good it, it, it was a much bigger yeah. deal than what i thought i mean the president was talking about it even and uh you know what happened here in iowa and and you know so it, the word got out uh, and uh i i just i had never heard of a i think duratio is that what it's called Uh, that is before and uh yeah it's a a
2: it's a spanish word for straight okay and it refers to the straight winds that are associated with
1: this storm well i'll tell you those trees were bending i mean it was it was something else
3: trees and if you drive out in the interstate in the rural areas you'll see the corn and soybean crops just uh damaged and hopefully they can recover somewhat but it doesn't look like it right now but uh just terrible so thoughts and prayers with everybody involved and the cleanup continues and, uh, I'm, I'm glad power's being restored and they'll continue to do that. But keep those folks in our prayers that are recovering without the, the power and, uh, uh, the, and the massive cleanup. Indeed. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently in Des Moines at the Mercy One Studios, we have cloudy skies, 73 degrees and east-southeast wind at seven miles per hour and the humidity up there at 93%, and uh, today it'll be partly sunny, we could see an isolated shower possible, warm and humid today, today's high 88 degrees, with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tonight mostly clear, overnight low of 70 degrees, and tomorrow partly cloudy, dry, warm and humid, high of 88 degrees for your Friday, and on Saturday we've got a chance of an isolated shower early on Saturday, otherwise partly cloudy the rest of the day, a little bit cooler, high of 83 degrees, and on Sunday partly cloudy and dry, high of 82 degrees, In the news on this uh, Thursday morning, well, the derecho recovery efforts continue today in many parts of central Iowa after Monday's powerful storm. Uh, nearly one hundred and fifty thousand mid American energy customers across Iowa are still without power. Alliant Energy reports more than one hundred and eighty thousand customers in the dark, uh, and crews from both companies are working twenty four seven to restore power across the state. but officials say some areas could be forced to wait days before their lights turn on. A spokesperson for Mid American Energy said thousands of workers across the c- uh, country have been asked to come to Iowa to help well today's sports report is brought to you by big red q quick print and hey how about some positive news the cubs now are 12 and 3 on the season they got one of the best uh, records in major league baseball percentage wise the cubs defeated cleveland and swept their two-game series cubs seven cleveland two last night cubs now with a five-game lead in the national league central they'll host milwaukee in a four-game series beginning tonight in at Wrigley Field beginning at 6:15. Uh White Sox defeated Detroit 7 to 5. Kansas City won at Cincinnati 5 to 4. Minnesota down Milwaukee 12 to 2 and St. Louis Cardinals still in that uh, COVID virus uh, state as they are had their games postponed. Their game against Pittsburgh postponed yesterday. We are just 15 days away from the opening night of high school football season here in the state of Iowa. For the 44th consecutive year, we'll be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School football right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. The Maroons are the seven-time Class 4A defending champs, and the opening night is Friday, August 28th. Dowling will be at Indianola. Pre-game coverage at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock, and we'll be live from uh, Indianola Football Stadium with the call right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Again, that's Friday, August 28th. Once again, from the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy staff and 73 degrees, an east-southeast wind at 7 miles per hour, but that humidity up there at 93%, and we're going to see that humidity today. Partly sunny, a few showers possible, warm and humid. High of 88 degrees, southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olsen, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo.
0: Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: Starting things off accident free again, still some uh, traffic light malfunctions and some still without power, so use extra caution while you're out and about this morning. And still lots of debris that they're trying to get cleaned up, so it could could cause a little bit of an issue as you're trying to get to wherever you need to go. Thanks to Builder Can Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Can has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's Travick and Iowa Catholic Radio. Maple cream Oreos? Yes, maple cream Oreos. Is this was... what you were reading about this morning? Yeah, I, I, every morning I you know, I read trade stuff. I read I've got a little uh, like show prep thing that I go through every yeah. day. And yeah, maple cream Oreos, I think they're made to go with your pancakes. Wow. I don't know what they are. <laughs> now, are, are,
1: are we actually are they actually selling these? Uh,
4: it did not say. Well, I didn't really dig into the story to find out. They will be on shelves, but I'm not sure exactly when they will be on shelves. I'm a
1: huge maple cream fan. Well, those, those Easter candies, you know, right, those like right, right, eggs. Right. Yeah. Oh, I, you get the maple creams and then you you freeze them, and then they sit in my freezer for about three years, and then I discover them again and and eat them. Hey, so- Jimmy, order a case for the station. <laughs> <would you? laughs>
4: Just get a paintbrush. We'll, we'll out check it out. It I'll, on I'll work on that. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, tr- we'll test them on the air and let you know how they. T- <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of that maple cream Oreos. John's like it. I'm in. I know I'm in. I, you got me. You got me going here with that.
1: Uh, let's it. go to Deacon <laughs> Deacon Randy Keel uh, with your first and or
5: second reading this morning. Hey, Deacon. Well, John, I don't know if we're going to cover the topic of addiction to maple cream, but I've got some other ideas here. <laughs> I'm a big
1: fan, I'll tell you that. Um, okay, so of course we're going to we're going to celebrate the solemnity, and that's going to be on Saturday of the Assumption right. of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Now, that is not a holy day of obligation this year because it, it falls on a Saturday. Uh, that doesn't mean you still can't go uh, to mass, but uh, just let everyone right. know it
5: solemnity, is solemnity. is offering to us through the Holy See, through Vatican, it's, and through the authority Church. It's offering to us a spiritual, a chance to have a spiritual disposition toward the re- the sources of our faith. So this is for Mary. So it's a spiritual disposition that that we offer ourselves over through the mass and through our daily living. So it's a great, it's just a great opportunity for our spiritual growth. Yeah, but I, that takes me to Isaiah. I'm okay. Isaiah, our first reading for Sunday. Let's do it. John, you know how we hate to hear someone say, oh, I told you so, I told you so, mm-hmm. you know, it, because that always feels like a bragging, oh, we just want to kick them, you know. <laughs> but, but there is sort of an I told you so that comes out from prophecy, because prophecy is about the ability of a person given by God to a person to see the bigger picture of what is yet to come quite parental, isn't it? We can see that as parents going, oh, they can't see the bigger picture, so I'm going to parent them accordingly. So God gives Isaiah this bigger picture to tell Israel, to prepare Israel, his faithful children, how to get ready for the life that is to come to them. So there's a little backdrop of what the purpose of prophecy is for. And in in Isaiah 55, he's, or 56, he's given to us this message that says, thus says the Lord, verse 1, when we read that in scripture, folks, it means this is a non-negotiable. It's not an idea to consider. It's the non-negotiable. It's that parent says, because I'm your parent, I say this, and this is because I'm God, I say this to you. Observe what is right, do what is just, for my salvation is about to come, my justice is about to be revealed. Hmm. Do you hear how that hearkens to the New Testament? I hear John the Baptist all over that. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And I hear Matthew chapter 4, chapter 3 and 4, coming into play with Jesus himself, saying, repent, for the time of salvation is at hand. He is the time of salvation, and that's the prophecy coming from Isaiah in the very beginning of chapter 56 for us. Do you think John the Baptist
1: would have drawn from this passage here?
5: Oh, I, yeah, it is source that he did. Yeah. It is source that he did. And it's also source that the prophet Micah drew from this also when he's in Micah 6, 8, when he said, what is it? What is it? It's to do justly, to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. That was also drawn from John the Baptist in that he walked with camel hair and ate honey and locusts. That was walking humbly with God
1: whenever i see uh offerings and sacrifice and altar uh i immediately think of course of the holy mass too and this is right at the end here of uh right of the the first reading.
5: My, my house shall be a house of prayer mm-hmm. i mean how beautiful that is to tie this in where this comes from and now according to these verses also all foreigners are welcome and that's emphasized through the word eunuchs because they were some of the most outcast of that era later to be the lepers Um, outcast paralleled also, but everyone is welcome into the temple. So we have, from the origins of the Holy of Holies, only the priest admission into the Holy of Holies. Now Jesus eventually becomes the Holy of Holies, and we are welcome not only into his area, but we are also allowed to come in and sup with him, and he will sup with us also. In fact, not just joining him in a meal, as I knew in my Protestant era, but also to consume of him and he will also envelop me. That's the beauty of our Eucharist, the beauty a, of our
1: Sabbath. There's also a line that jumps out at me here in the first reading for this Sunday, friends, and that is, um, uh, all who uh, keep the Sabbath free—I'm sorry, uh, let's see, I lost myself— and hold to my covenant. There we go. All who hold to my covenant. Um, you know, this, this shows me it is not just— you know, God, um, we, we have free will. We have freedom here in this. I can break this, and uh, and God is asking us to hold on to it. Of course, it takes two to tango here with this. This isn't something that God can force on us.
5: No, and he's giving us a criteria here to follow, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's if it. we want the blessings, and we don't just do it because what we want, but if we're eligible to receive the blessings, it is because we have offered ourselves over to be faithful to the criteria he sets before us for us to be able to follow him. And he lays it out right here. So this is a rich, rich reading to prepare us for the solemnity and prepare us for the sacrifice of the Mass on Sunday morning for us.
1: First reading from Isaiah, second from Romans. Deacon uh, uh, Randy Keel, thank you so much for coming on. Would you give us your, your blessing, Deacon?
5: And I pray for the blessing of Almighty God and him to be able to come in his Holy Spirit to bring us to justice and put us in right relationship to live righteously before him. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.
1: Deacon Randy Keel, every Thursday morning. Talk to you soon, Deacon.
5: Thank you, John. Bye bye. All
1: right, you as well. Uh, good stuff this morning, friends. Always to reflect on with Deacon Randy every Thursday morning. Uh, coming up, Susan Mudo is going to be in the second half hour. Executive Executive Director of the Epiphany Association. She's a renowned speaker and author and teacher. I'm going to leave some really good room for her here today because she's got a new book out that I am just fascinated by: "A Feast for Hungry Souls: Spiritual Lessons from the Church's Greatest Masters and Mystics." Thirty of them. We're going to get into as many of these as possible and why they're relevant in today's world. We might think, well, yeah, that was then, but this is now. Uh Uh-uh. These mystics, these saints, are relevant more than ever in today's world. We'll have why for you coming up in the second half hour. Coming up right after this, we're going to talk about spiritual exercises of Saint Ignatius of Loyola and growing in holiness. Ignatian spirituality. You know, I'm a big fan of it. There was an article that was written that I thought was really good, uh, and it was from the um, an interview, basically that I read from Father Greg Cleveland, director of the Literry Center for Ignatian Spirituality in ways that we can grow in holiness, and also some great recommendations for each and every one of us uh, to be able to read as well. We'll get in, dive into Ignatian spirituality to help our prayer life right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Netty in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Thursday, August 13th. Thanks for being a part of the show. And thanks to Five Sons NatureScapes Landscape and Design for underwriting the show. One of the things that I really enjoy about most of the people that support us here at Iowa Catholic Radio is they listen to us regularly every day and yes yes the pew family's no different five sons naturescapes landscape and design listeners for a long time they decided they wanted to support us too serving families all across central iowa for a long time with outdoor landscaping and design 515-493-1060 com. that's fivesonsnaturescapes.com
2: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and
1: her team know health insurance. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and John Leonetti in the Morning is provided by Blessman International. According to a 2019 Global Food Security Report, more than 820 million people in the world are hungry today. None of us can help all of them. Most of us can help one. One child. Your gift of $1 a day through Blessman International provides a child in South Africa with a daily hot meal. Place of safety, educational experience, and spiritual development. To get started, go to blessmaninternational.org
6: and click Sponsor a Child.
4: Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. ConfluenceBrewing.com This is Gloria Purvis, host of Morning Glory. Gosh, I wish they had Catholic Radio when I was growing up. It would have been a source for me to learn more about the faith. When you pledge your support, you make it possible for this station to carry programs like Morning Glory every morning. No matter the amount, your gift works to make a difference for you, for others, and for the future of Catholic Radio. Prayerfully consider making a gift right now. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com, the Iowa Catholic Radio app, or call 515-223-1150.
1: Our Carathon's coming up next month, and uh, this Carathon is one of the bigger Carathons for us, I-, I think, ever, for the simple fact of what we and many others are facing right now uh, as a nonprofit organization. And we've seen you know, some people kind of tighten up, and when that happens, um, different things that we all care about sometimes seem to suffer a little bit. And I, I don't want that to happen to this station. I know you don't. Uh, this station is uh, means so much to me, and it has for the last 10-plus years that, that I've been on it. And I, I want to encourage you uh, to be generous, if you can, um, over the next month here, leading up to it. In fact, you can even make your donation now by going to iowacathicradio.com and clicking on Donate. Uh, but one of the things that we know that always really encourages donations, and it just has ever since I've been doing these carathons, is uh, matching dollars. People that put up a set amount that said that they will match whatever it is that we uh, we get up to that amount, and uh, you know, five hundred dollar matching dollars, thousand dollar matching, fifteen hundred, two thousand for an hour. It, it just goes such a long way for us here, and so we're we're asking you to prayerfully consider that. And uh, if you say, you know what, we can put up five hundred for a match, uh, you you would put your name or maybe in memory of someone as well. Uh, any donation that's given this year, also because of an anonymous donor, is going to be uh, sent. Your name or your loved one's name will be sent uh, to have a mass said specifically for you or that loved one. Which I'll get into uh, during the Carathon and, and as we lead up. But I think that's probably the best gift we've ever given. We've given books away before. We've given uh, you know even rosaries. But but having a, a holy mass said for you. you know, Saint Padre Pio said that uh, more souls. Uh, excuse me he said um uh a mass said while you're alive is worth more than a thousand masses said when you're dead. And uh that's why my family and we have for a long time have had masses uh said for uh all of us my mom she goes into St. Pius man and she just she she takes up the calendar. She, they know when she comes in just take out the calendar. And she gets all the you know the grandkids and the, and, and and her her, her kids Uh, and people that she knows and loves. And it's just an important kind of little ministry for her and and for us as well. We do it for our godchildren. But if you can, uh, give some matching dollars, folks, if if you're able to help us. Now's the time to do it. Go to iowacatholicradio.com. If you put in that $500 or $1,000 gift, we'll know. It's match. Uh, You can put your name and indicate that it is there, and uh, we'll put you on one of the hours for us. But that just goes such a long way. Otherwise, you can give us a call at 223-1150, and someone will be here to help you as well. Ways to grow in holiness. I want to grow in holiness. I don't know about you. And uh, I've mentioned before on the show that one of the ways that, uh, well, what what changed my life was Ignatian spirituality. And Ignatian spirituality was just, you know, it was something that uh, changed me because it, it taught me how to pray. And uh, I I never really knew how to pray. You know, I said my prayers until I was in the seminary. You know, I said my prayers and I, I, I knew what the prayers were, but I never really dove into them. And there's a great interview, and I'm realizing now that I'm not going to have a ton of time to be able to talk about it, so I'll try to get back to it, maybe even throughout the show a little bit today and, and maybe even tomorrow a little bit. But there was a great interview done um, with Father Greg Cleveland. He's the director of the Linteri, uh Center for Ignatian Spirituality, and that's out of uh, Denver. And um, he gives some concrete steps that we can take to be able to grow in our spirituality. He gives some great advice throughout it as well. Uh, again, I'll, I'll try to get more to it as the uh, tomorrow if I have a little bit of time. Uh, but I want to just quickly go through some of these steps because I think these steps are key uh, if we're going to develop a plan right there for daily prayer. And these are disciplines. And if you can hit all of these, good for you. If you can't hit them, maybe you're able to hit 50% still. That's pretty good as well. But here's seven disciplines for you. Number one, daily prayer with Scripture for at least 15 minutes. 15 minutes a day with the Bible. You want to grow in holiness? Right there, start with the Word of God. And there's a uh, well-known priest, Father Larry Richards. It says, no Bible, no breakfast. No Bible, no bed. He wants the Bible being read right there before breakfast. We have friends that keep their Bible right there on their dining room table. So they're reminded of it. Fifteen minutes a day. Number two, daily mass. Ideally, if not possible, then at least once during the week besides Sunday. So, and I've said before, maybe you're not able to make mass every day, but maybe you can go one extra day a week. Daily spiritual reading, ten to fifteen minutes. Okay, you got the fifteen minutes of scripture. You got the maybe thirty-five minutes. Of, uh, of the Mass. We're up to 50 minutes now. And now we're going to do some daily spiritual reading of a good Catholic book that we found. Now we're up to about an hour. Rosary. There's a rosary now. If you can't pray the entire rosary, maybe you able to pray at least one decade. So I'll tell you what, start with a decade of the rosary. That's what, three minutes? All right, we're up to 53 minutes, excuse me, 63 minutes now. A daily examination of conscious. This can be done right before bed, right before bed, five to ten minutes. Again, doesn't have to be long. Just a couple quick questions that we ask ourselves uh, as we examine our day. So, what are we at? Sixty-eight minutes now. And then striving to live the virtues. And he recommends a book uh, from Donald DeMarco's, "The Heart of Virtue." Again, The Heart of Virtue. Go to uh, Divine Treasures. If they don't have it there, they will order it for you. Donald DeMarco's The Heart of Virtue. And then he recommends making some sort of annual weekend or longer prayer retreat. And uh, I know there's many different monasteries and convents around that offer rooms and uh, different self-directed and even uh, spiritual-directed retreats. So there's a plan which I thought was really just phenomenal. I I don't want to say the perfect plan, but that's probably about as good as it gets when it comes to growing in holiness. And we're going to try to get uh, Father Greg Cleveland uh, on the show. Try to get him uh, on to to be able to talk about this plan. Go a little bit more into it. Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now. Hi, Julie. Hi, Julie.
8: Good morning, John. Good
1: morning to you. What do we got going on on your show today?
8: Hey, well, we're um, continuing with with our conversations with the clergy, and today we have Father P.J. McManus on the show with us. Sounds good to me. Yeah, um, you know, he's going to talk, what's on his mind is he's going to talk about fear, and you know, right now I think a lot of people are being, their faith is being rattled, we're being tested a little bit, we're being inconvenienced in some things, and uh so he's going to talk to about how we can put our trust into God more and fear not so much.
1: Sounds good to me. <laughs>
8: <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll be
1: listening. Uh, Father PJ, always, he, he's a rock star, so it would be oh, good to, to have he him is. on the show. That's 9 o'clock this morning, 9 o'clock in the evening. Father PJ McManus on with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder, Catholic Women. Now you can podcast it as well by going to iowacatholicradio.com. Thanks, Julie.
8: Thank you, John. Talk Have a great
1: you day. You too. Susan Mudo coming up at 7.45. Today we're going to talk about her new book on the saints and the mystics. 30 of them, 30 important ones that we can learn from and uh, really try to uh, implement their ways of spirituality into our life as well. A Feast for Hungry Souls is the new book. Don't go anywhere. John Lee In the Morning right here on this Thursday. Thank you for being a part of the show today. And thanks to Dean Bell for underwriting the show residential reroofs and this is a busy, busy man right now with uh everything that we're facing nine six three forty four ninety four thirty plus years in business and you know when you don't do any advertising you don't put you don't do any underwriting except for one station, one station, not a paper, nothing only Iowa Catholic radio and his phone is ringing off the hook right now. That tells you something, 963-4494, residential re-roofs, 963-4494, Father Andrew now with today's Gospel
9: and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter approached Jesus and asked him, Lord, if my brother sins against me, how often must I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus answered, I say to you, not seven times, but 77 times. That is why the kingdom of heaven may be likened to a king who decided to settle accounts with his servants. When he began the accounting, a debtor was brought before him who owed him a huge amount. Since he had no way of paying it back, his master ordered him to be sold, along with his wife, his children, and all his property, in payment of the debt. At that the servant fell down, did him homage, and said, Be patient with me, and I will pay you back in full. Moved with compassion, the master of that servant let him go and forgave him the loan. When that servant had left, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a much smaller amount. He seized him and started to choke him, demanding, pay back what you owe. Falling to his knees, his fellow servant begged him, be patient with me and I will pay you back. But he refused. Instead, he had the fellow servant put in prison until he paid back the debt. Now when his fellow servants saw what had happened, they were deeply disturbed and went to their master and reported the whole affair. His master summoned him and said to him, You wicked servant, I forgave you your entire debt because you begged me to. Should you not have had pity on your fellow servant as I had pity on you? Then in anger his master handed him over to the torturers until he should pay back the whole debt. So will my heavenly father do to you, Unless each of you forgives his brother from his heart. When Jesus finished these words, he left Galilee and went to the district of Judea across the Jordan. The Gospel of the Lord Numbers in Hebrew not only describe a quantity, they're also symbolic, and in this passage, we hear about the number seven, which symbolizes completeness. So, in response to Peter's question, Jesus basically explains that forgiveness must be not only complete, but also infinite, since God himself forgives completely and infinitely. As hard as this might be to do, we also trust that there is no such thing as unlimited forgiveness without the person of Jesus, who may be limited in his humanity, but also mysteriously unlimited in his divinity.
4: Thank you to Bosin the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dallin Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio.
0: What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bosin from Bosin the Florist. Our family business has been helping central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bosin. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at Bozen.com.
1: Thanks for joining me, friends. John Leonetti in the morning right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Coming up, Susan Muto is going to be on the show, Executive Director of the Epiphany Association. She's got a new book out called A Feast for Hungry Souls, Spiritual Lessons from the Church's Greatest Masters and Mystics. We're going to get into some of those. There's 30 of them. We won't be able to get into all of them. Plus, then you probably wouldn't read the book. So we'll have that for you coming up here soon. All right, Tegan Tony Valdez, let's offer our day to Almighty God.
2: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus, and the Church, pray for us. Amen.
1: Full range of residential plumbing services, Des Moines, Iowa, 100% satisfaction guarantee golden rule plumbing heating and cooling thank you for underwriting the show surrounding areas yes all throughout des moines and central iowa now for over 20 years firm belief that the customer always comes first no matter what plumbing heating air conditioning services golden rule phc.com that's golden rule phc.com we're going to be saying heating here coming up but putting that emphasis on there huh i know it's august but still i mean you feel like Go ahead. What's
2: going to come in? You know,
1: I know, I know, <laughs> I know. Mark Amadeo now with your News and Sports. News and Sports with Mark Amadeo. So the Big Ten's out. The Pac-12 yep. is out. Uh, yep. The Big 12 is in. So far. Do the Hawks want to come over to a good conference and play?
3: Oh, they're playing in a good conference. They're playing it safe. No,
1: uh, they're not they're, playing. Uh... <laughs> they're they're playing not playing in a good conference. <laughs> now, the, the rumor is they wanted to play,
3: right? Yes, that them and uh, Nebraska both wanted to play, and I think some other schools did too, but uh, that's a tough call. Very tough call.
1: It is a tough call. I don't know. I I think maybe a little bit early, Um, but we'll see. I don't know if they can backtrack on it if things start to go well, but uh, we'll see. I know they said they might want to play in the spring, um, so that would be interesting.
3: I think that's just a delay tactic. They're not going to play in the spring because that you means they so. got to turn around and play in the fall. Yeah. That's just too many games, and yeah. now you're into the concussion type of deal, which you don't want to do in football. No. So,
1: well, but, you'll uh, be watching. Yeah, lots of talk. You'll be watching lots our Iowa State Cyclones. Then it looks like, huh?
3: We'll yeah, have you uh, over the, for, for a weekend. I, I I figured that. Can I wear my black and gold while mm-hmm. you wear your uh, whatever that is ketchup and mustard uh, colors? Well,
1: you can watch it from the yard if
3: you do that, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that hospitality would be right up there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I didn't think you were going to go there on this segment. I was going to say, hey, today was supposed to be the first day of the Iowa State Fair. Oh. And I was hoping to hold two pork chops in a hand, walk down the Grand Concourse stage, and watch you eat uh, uh, meat. A pork chop on a stick, and and me me as well, but that's not happening.
1: Well, you know, there's always what three million eggs that are consumed there. Those those hard boiled eggs, and my son's got about a million <laughs> of them, so we uh, we're not going to get those this year. So we we started making them at home after the Iowa State Fair
3: now because of that. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is day one of the Iowa State Fair, Man. and uh, unfortunately, it's not happening. And uh, mm-hmm. wish that uh, wish it. would. Now that was but,
1: that uh, was a good call. You gotta again. We we you just don't know.
3: Yeah. yeah, you don't. you don't. I heard you speak about uh, Dean Bell. Yes, he's going to be on my phone list now. He was telling me the other day when he came over to uh, look at our damage here at the house, uh, he talked about blocked. I thought he blocked you on his phone, but he's talking about <laughs> blocking your shot is what he meant. Uh, and, uh, he's got long guy arms. He's awful busy. He's a big guy. He's yeah. a tough dude. I can't oh, yeah. believe you mess
1: with him. No, I, I try to stay out at the three-point line. I don't. I don't go near him anymore. <laughs>
3: yeah, you live beyond the arc, don't you, John? Yeah, that close line. I'm. <laughs> I'm not into that. <laughs> I see that now with that matchup, uh, Dean versus you. I Yeah, uh, that's almost a mismatch, as uh, you know, Monsignor Beeson and you in golf uh, with him. Right, that's, that's the same mismatch. Yeah, He's same steady. mismatch. He he
1: is steady. I'll tell you what.
3: <laughs> he is. He is. All right. Well, Dean and many others coming over for estimates. That's what we're taking here at the Amadeo household with our new skylight in the uh, kitchen. And I didn't know this until my wife told me. I didn't realize Jean Wells uh, got hit pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, she did. I did not
1: know that. Yeah, she did. her Her house got uh, it looked like the, uh, some damage with some trees there, and I think she got a little skylight as well. So,
3: in her bedroom. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Not <laughs> good. She and I will be exchanging information yes. here later this week. I but can tell you that. That's a way to do it. That's right. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning. We uh, have no state fair today. This was supposed to be the first day of the Iowa State Fair, but it's going to feel like it outdoors. From the WHO TV 13 weather desk, meteorologist Megan Selwa currently at the Mercy One Studios. Here in Des Moines, we have cloudy skies, 73 degrees, and east-southeast wind at 7 miles per hour. But that humidity up there at 93% to start the day. And that's how it'll be. Partly sunny today, a few showers are possible. Warm and humid and a high of 88 degrees here in central Iowa with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour throughout the day. Tonight, mostly clear. Overnight low of 70 degrees. And tomorrow, partly cloudy, dry, warm, and humid. High of 88 degrees for your Friday. The weekend looking a little bit cooler. Chance of isolated showers early Saturday morning. Partly cloudy the rest of the weekend. Highs in the lower 80s, both Saturday and Sunday. And in the news, on this Thursday morning, uh, Duratio recovery efforts continued Uh, Today, in many parts of central Iowa, after Monday's powerful storm, nearly 150,000 MidAmerican Energy customers across the state of Iowa are without power. Alliant Energy reports more than 180,000 customers still in the dark. Uh, Crews from both companies are working 24-7 to restore power across the state, but officials say some areas could be forced to wait days before their lights turn on. A spokesperson for MidAmerican Energy said thousands of workers across the country have been asked to come to Iowa to assist with. Recovery efforts. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard: some of the Midwest teams were involved. Well, the Cubs now with the Major League best winning percentage, with the record of twelve and three, they swept Cleveland with the win last night as uh, Chicago Cubs defeated Cleveland seven to two. Cubs open up a four-game homestand tonight in against Milwaukee, and first pitch six fifteen at Wrigley Field. White Sox beat Detroit seven to five. Kansas City Royals defeated Cincinnati five to four, and the Minnesota Twins down Milwaukee. 12 two. Pittsburgh's game at St. Louis postponed. The Cardinals still in the coronavirus protocol as uh, they've been. They tested positive. And we're just 15 days away from the opening night of a high school football season right here in the state of Iowa. And for the 44th consecutive year, Iowa Catholic Radio will be broadcasting Dowling Catholic High School football. The Bruins are the seven-time Class 4A defending champs. And the opening night is Friday, August 28th. Dowling at Indianola. Our pregame coverage begins at 6.30, kickoff 7 o'clock. If you can't be there, join us here on Iowa Catholic Radio from the Indianola Football Stadium. And we'll have the call all season long right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Once again, from the Mercy One studios in Des Moines, currently we have cloudy skies, 73 degrees, and east-southeast wind at seven miles per hour. The humidity up there at 93%, and that'll be the case today. Partly sunny, a few showers possible, but warm and humid. High of 88 degrees with southeast winds at 10 to 20 miles per hour. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio news, weather, and sports on your Thursday morning John Leonetti show. Coming up, Jimmy Olsen, and he has your morning traffic report
0: traffic on iowa catholic radio
4: still accident free as we continue with our commute this morning again uh, lots of downed debris trees power lines so just use caution as you are out and about today uh, getting to where you are going thanks to builder Ken construction for their support of iowa catholic radio builder Ken has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com that's traffic on iowa catholic radio
1: thank you jimmy let's go to your saint of the day this is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. So these two men died for the faith after harsh treatment and exhaustion in the mines of Sardinia. One had been Pope for five years, the other an anti-Pope for 18 years. They died reconciled. From Franciscan media, St. and uh, was a Roman who served as Pope from 230 to 235. During his reign, he held a synod in Alexandria which confirmed the excommunication of the great theologian Origen. Poncian was banished to exile to exile by the Roman emperor in 235 and resigned so that a successor could be elected in Pope in Rome. He was sent to the unhealthy island of Sardinia where he died that same year of harsh treatment. With him, Hippolytus with whom he was reconciled after a long run as an anti-pope, 18 years. The bodies of both were brought back to Rome and buried, as they were killed for the faith, martyrs with solemn rites. We ask today, St. Pontian, St. Hippolytus, to pray for us. Amen. And thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the saint of the day. A deacon here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning. Makes it easy on you, because he does the work for you. 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. When we come back, Susan Mudo on her new book, A Feast for Hungry Souls. We're going to talk about masters and mystics. Try to get to as many as possible. She's got 30 in this large book. Don't go anywhere. John Lee Netty in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show, formed in 2001 by Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman. Blessman International, a Christian faith-based mission organization working to meet the needs of the impoverished children and families in South African province of Limpopo. BlessmanInternational.org. Thank you for underwriting the show and all you do for us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. That's BlessmanInternational.org. Your Diocesan Minute is right now.
8: This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, August 13th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Mark McGeary. Father Mark is associate pastor at St. Francis Parish in West Des Moines. Happy birthday. The Center for Social Ministry is currently offering the new Just Faith Ministry series on faith and race. There are three separate programs. They are Faith and Racial Equity, Exploring Power and Privilege. Faith and Racial Healing, Embracing Truth, Justice, and Restoration, and Faith and Racial Justice, Changing Systems and Structures. All sessions are eight weeks and include a retreat and immersion experience. To learn more, visit the Center for Social Ministry website or call 782-3054. Tune in and Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop will be visiting with Father Jim Phelan, who was recently featured on the popular Netflix series Down to Earth with the Zac Efron. Efron and his sidekick interviewed Father Phelan for the show in Lourdes, France to learn more about the miraculous site. Again, that interview with Father Phelan is tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins.
4: Listen to Man Up with Joe Stoppulos Monday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. By, more years,
6: more. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776.
2: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance
1: to my last guest of the day, author of A Feast for Hungry Soul Spiritual Lessons from the Church's Greatest Masters and Mystics, Susan Muto joins me. Hi, Susan. Good morning. Well, thank you for coming on the show. I, I'm a big fan of of the saints. I'm a big fan of of reading about different mystics in the life of the Church. You have 30 of them here. This is like a library.
10: Well, it's the 30 top 10. You know, we know the top 10 <laughs> songs, so why not know the top 10 30 30- spiritual masters that are like radiant stars in our great Catholic tradition.
1: I want to get to as many of them as possible um, and just go through it. You really give some substance to to the the listeners here today. Of all of them, which ones would you say are the most relevant for today?
10: Well, I'd like to suggest in the ancient category, St. Benedict of Nursia. Mm. After all, the rule of Benedict saved the West through the Dark Ages, but his main theme, which touches every heart of every listener, is how to integrate work and prayer, ora et labora. And I think we so need that today, because without that integration, you might get caught in sheer functionalism. So from the ancients, I love Benedict. In the medieval masters, and thinking of today's world, I want to go to the beautiful uh, Julian of Norwich. I was just going to ask you about her. Yeah, isn't she great? And of course, her famous sentence, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. Julian teaches us, no matter how bad it is, and after all, she lived through the Black Pet Plague. Mm. If we think that pandemic is bad, <laughs> try the Black Plague, and she really trusted in divine providence. So her teaching is hugely helpful. And then among the modern masters, I think I would just uh, put a star on Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. Yeah. The practice of the presence of God. I mean, whether we're in the kitchen or whether we're in a scientific laboratory, we can practice God's presence.
1: God is among the pots and the pans, he would often say. God
10: is among the pots and the pans, and Brother Lawrence was the cobbler of the community, and he found great joy in fixing sandals
1: and, uh, indeed, uh, cooking for the brothers. One of my favorite books of all time. You also talk about the Desert Fathers, really going back to them, and you say that they can teach us how to hear God above the noise of everyday life. And I I tell you, we're all busy, even amidst this pandemic, there's a lot of noise that's going on out there, and we need to listen. In fact, many saints have said that listening to God, and the mystics understood this more than anyone, is uh, much, much better than just talking uh, at God. Uh, How do the Desert Fathers teach us this?
10: Well, I think the Desert Fathers took to heart Psalm 4610, be still and know that I am God. Indeed, we talk so much, our minds race so much, that we can hardly contain three minutes of inner silence and quietude. So the Desert Tradition reminds us of what Jesus himself did, come away to a quiet place and be with me a while. So from the first four centuries of the Undivided Church, we have an enormously valuable uh, group of counsels and spiritual directives in fact i titled that chapter quiet your head and
1: hear with
10: your heart mm.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it, the, listening to God is an art. I mean, it's something that you have to learn as well, because again, we're so used to just kind of talking and throwing things at God. You know, that I want this or this needs to be done. Can you take care of this? But rather, the saints, they all in the mystics, the, the 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 greats in the church, they just understood that the most important thing we can do is to sit at God's feet, to sit at that the, the foot of the cross, and and listen. And that's something again that that has to be learned, Susan.
10: It has to be learned, and one of the reasons why I wrote the book in this way is that I trace foundational themes, that whether you're in the 4th century or the 20th century, there is no spiritual master east or west that has ever said the best way to access the mystery of God is to talk all the time. They all agree that you have to find some kind of stillness, even if it's only three or four minutes of the day, to just quiet calm, listen. Yes, you're so correct, John. It's one of the most foundational themes of spiritual deepening.
1: Teresa of Lisieux, you're not going to write a 384-page book that's six by nine without mentioning her with the greats and the mystics.
10: No question about it. Just think of it. A 24-year-old beautiful little Carmelite who died at the age of 24 of a hideous disease, and yet she found one of the most true Pieces of advice will ever need the little way of spiritual childhood. To come to God, we don't have to do extraordinary feats. She said, simply live that little way, become that little child that allows yourself to be embraced by God and learn the way of love. So Therese even said that my whole vocation is to love. Um, in the midst of the church, I will be loved. So, of course, we need the teaching of this woman, this very delicate, uh, physically ill woman who becomes a doctor of the Church and writes one of the most famous autobiographies in print around the world, The Story of a Soul.
1: You know, with the rise of stress and anxiety right now, especially, I, I think you tie in Augustine of Hippo just perfectly to it, because you talk about the restlessness that um, can oftentimes precede spiritual growth, or the restlessness that we're going on, and that's happening in our own hearts and our own souls. And yet he found that uh, it was when he encountered God that it, that restlessness was calmed.
10: Well, you know, the restlessness uh, was very much triggered by me. Me, I, my, I want this, I want that. Augustine wanted to be a famous academician, and nothing that he tried, not even an illicit affair, could fill the empty hole in his heart which belongs only to God. So at that glorious moment of conversion, when he takes up and reads the passage in Scripture from Romans, put on the Lord Jesus Christ, suddenly he is literally flooded with light, and he knows that this, uh, relationship with God is the only uh, relationship that can really fulfill his deepest longing. So he's a wonderful example of moving from a life that is completely self-centered through the uh, pain and agony of disappointment, because this doesn't work, late have I loved thee, God, so ancient and so new, to a genuine relationship of intimacy with the Father, with the Son, with the Holy Spirit. One of the truly great uh, doctors of the Church, perhaps the most... the most oft-quoted in the Catechism of the Catholic Church.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to read this book straight through. This is one of those that I put like on a, uh, not not a shelf even, but put it on a coffee table right next to me, and uh, every time I go in the family room, pick it up and just start reading it, you know, in in the different mystics and the saints that you have here. Just an awesome read. Again, kind of a library for that coffee table to sit there uh, for years on end. I think people will find great benefit from it. Where can people find the book?
10: Well, they can find the book by uh, simply calling me toll-free at 1-877-324-6873. We have a good supply here at our Epiphany Academy of good. Formative Spirituality. Again, one 324 6873 And, of course, if they wish, they can order the book Uh, directly from its publisher,
1: AveMariaPress.com. And you can go to Divine Treasures. If they don't have it there, they'll order it for you. Susan Muto, thank you, Susan, for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Delightful to speak with you. God bless you and all the good you do. And you as well. That's Susan Muto, everyone. Good stuff. Just a great book. I am so excited to be able to, as I said, uh, put this thing on a coffee table, probably for years to come. All right. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. Live from the Mercy One studio. We'll be back on tomorrow morning. Boy, we will have made it to a Friday. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing?
2: Heavenly Father, protector of all who hope in you, bless your people. Keep them safe. Defend them. Prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father and
1: of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm John Lee friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
0: Like a tree planted by the water, we never will run dry. So living water
7: flowing through. God, we thirst for more of you. Fill our hearts and flood our souls
6: with one deep.